welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding. Well, this is an interesting episode. Uh, We get to go into how to awaken the divine feminine within you. We get to go into signs that we need a little more of the divine feminine in our lives or it's time for us to kind of start working with the goddess. We get to go into high level, like archetypal goddess energies that are dripping with Shakti, like we go into those high voltage ones, all kind of around this framework of what I wish I had known at the start of my feminine awakening, like what I really wish someone would have given me a handbook to when I first kind of came to the goddess, first kind of came to Kundalini, first came to the divine feminine, you know, like what is that handbook I wish someone would have given me and been like, Sabrina, this is the keys to the kingdom. (laughs) Um, I think that I could actually probably do a part two on this conversation. So if you love this, I would love for you to go over to YouTube. Now YouTube video viewers don't know this, right? So you and I always get to hang out a little bit extra here on the audio podcast, but you'll have to go leave the comment on YouTube because that's where I'm always looking and reading comments, right? There's not comments on all these podcast platforms where we're hanging out. So if you want a second part or go drop it in the Facebook group and let me know, like, I just, I, I don't want to do a <laughs> part two if we don't think it will serve or if this one didn't serve or didn't land. Uh, I don't, I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste my time, but if you're like, oh my God, these really are the keys of the kingdom. And if you got more Sabrina, give us a part two. Um, I would love to hear that under the YouTube comment. You'll find all these links below in the show notes too, either in our Facebook group or um, in the comments of that YouTube video would be amazing. Uh, Last little thing, uh, this episode's coming out kind of around the holidays and I just get extra lovey, Uh, extra lovey. We always have, I don't know, just some cool stuff that goes on around the first of the year. We're starting to build up to that. So kind of stay tuned for that. I think I may have dropped a little something around that the other day like ah stay tuned if you're not on the newsletter you might want to get on it because that's where we announce everything first Um, but i'm building up to it is going to be something steeped in feminine wisdom steeped in the feminine mysteries kind of steeped in this everything we go into today this divine feminine uh, (laughs) path awakening path so if you're interested in it Um, there's a workbook. If you haven't signed up for that, I talk about that at the end. It's a free workbook, 35 meditations comes with golden Kali meditation. Uh, We love that one. It's the community favorite. It's the most requested meditation that we get in rewilding. Uh, It's super juicy and it's guided. It's an audio version of this, uh, this pot or this particular practice. Um, that's a free, that's in the free workbook download that's below. You'll automatically be on our email list. If you want that, if you don't want that, you're like, no, uh, piss off. I don't want that. Go to sabrinalynn.com. And then at the bottom, there will be like a little sign in for newsletters. So you can just sign up there and you get like first updates, first newsletters. And I'm only saying that because big, cool, free, beautiful stuff is coming, uh, right after Christmas. I think we're announcing it on Boxing Day. And if you're not familiar with Boxing Day, that's the day right after Christmas, the 26th, 6th. So, uh, all right, just giving you a little bit of a fair warning. So I get super lovey, super full of gratitude. This is also just a massive time of gratitude for me. Like, 
I start to get tears in my eyes um, just talking about it. I am so grateful for what we create together, for being here together, for, I mean, all the love that pours into rewilding, right? The love I get to work in with my team, the love I get to work in with, you know, those who come on retreats, those who are in programs, (laughs) you and I, right? Just hanging out here, those who are on social media. I'm hanging out a lot more publicly. It's weird. I used to be such a hermit and I used to super hide, right? Um, But a lot of the comments like on Instagram, some of them are coming from me, right? The Facebook comments are coming from me. Like, I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's like I'm, I'm sneaking out of my little hermitage a little bit more. Um, and it fills my heart. So I love doing it. I love hearing from you all, seeing, I don't know, just, just a little bit about you, you know, how things touch you, if they are touching you, uh, just a little bit about your path and your journey. It, it lights me up. So just super grateful for uh, the ways that we get to interact in the different places that we get to. And just an invitation to maybe do a little more of it if it feels right for you. All right. I will stop and I will just leave you to this episode. I hope it brings you so much. Um, so many like just different insights or ahas or just things to experiment with and things to try to see how they work for you. All right. Enjoy the episode. If I could start my divine feminine awakening all over again, what would I do differently? <laughs> I have not thought about this. I literally just turned the camera on and decided this is something that I think can really help a lot of individuals who are interested in divine feminine awakening or goddesses, the feminine archetypes, kundalini, shakti, what is the divine feminine, life force energy, how do I open to more love flowing through me, how do I open to more pleasure, more bliss, more joy, more radiance, the feminine is also like radiant, how do I open to becoming magnetic, to magnetizing things into my life, that allurement, right, feminine magnetism, feminine allurement, how do I open up to receiving, right? Receiving blessings, receiving grace, right? Receiving the things that we're wanting to magnetize into our lives. How do I open to also more intuition? So when we start talking about the divine feminine, we also have to talk about the intuition that comes online, like the deep feminine gnosis, the knowing. I just know it in my bones. We also have to talk about the receptivity, the sensitivity of the feminine, the fact that the feminine is plugged in. It's like this intuitive knowing. It's not just five senses. It's like 35,000 senses all switched on, right? You have this spidey sense over here. You're feeling into that. You're feeling into the earth movement. Now, you might not be cognizing it. It might not be making sense to you but you will somehow embody it. So that's another thing around the feminine path too, is the embodiment, is the, I'm just expressing this, I don't know, emotion, or this is just moving through me, but I don't necessarily know where it's coming from. That's a big part of the feminine path, is really plugging into deeper and deeper and deeper that what is the body saying? the energy that's moving through you, what is it telling you, the wisdom and the emotions, the wisdom and like little pains or little strange things that are going on, all of these things reside within the divine feminine. To me, I remember I was on a masculine spiritual path for a very long time, probably, I don't know, at least a decade, 
of that was my spiritual practice was very steeped in masculine practices, which were stillness practices, no mind practices. And they're beautiful, right? It was very, very beautiful to me, but it felt really lifeless. It felt really dead. It felt, um, I knew something was missing. I just knew like this can't, this can't, be it this this can't this can't be it <laughs> like yeah i'm in bliss i'm in like the bliss of nothing but this can't be it and then i remember my first awakening like my first big divine feminine kundalini shakti awakening and in the midst of the wildness of it was a coming home feeling the this is this, this is what I've been looking, this is what I've known was there. This is what I've known was there. This is the other side of the coin. I knew there was another side to the coin. I knew I was only seeing half of the path. I knew it, I knew it. That's how it was for me. That's how it was for me. Um, all right, so if I were to go back to that point, right? And, and I share this, not because I like talking about my personal stuff. It makes me squirmy uh, and feel really weird, to be honest. But I do this because I hope it helps you. I hope it gives you a lot of um, things to chew on, a lot of uh, ways to help you be discerning about who, what, where, when, why, what'll help you, what'll support you. I think a conversation that we can have really quickly before I dive into this is how do you know? You know, how do you know when the feminine path is calling? How do you know when the goddess is calling? Like, what are some signs that, you know, I kind of just shared my little story around how I just, I felt so dull and lifeless. And that's definitely a sign, you know, where it's like things feel dry. Like to me, it always feels like I'm just in a desert and I'm dry. That's when I know that like that divine feminine, that juicy aliveness, that Shakti hasn't been flowing in me, right? It's like I've dried up in a desert and it's to me, it's like love, you know, it's also like love. So if we feel like we're lacking love, it doesn't have to feel dry or dull or lifeless, but it can, it can show up as we feel like we're lacking love. Like we want... This is oftentimes like really, really good, clear sign. I want to give more love and receive more love. I want, I just, I want to give. I have so much love to give, but I, I don't know where to give it. Or I'm, I'm really craving deeper connection. I'm craving deeper connection. I'm craving to connect with maybe my current partner or current friends or group of friends. Like we're just not going deep enough. There's just not enough flow of love. There's not enough flow of energy between us. That's, that's a sign, right? That's a sign like going into divine feminine practice that shifts our relationships. It shifts current relationships. It shifts our own capacity for relationships. It shifts who we call in, what we magnetize, and it literally shifts the relationships that we have right now. It shifts that flow of love in our relationships. It's stunning. It's stunning. That's one of the gifts of working with the divine feminine is that it is so embodied that it flows into our lives, right? So it's not a spirituality that's other than our bodies, other than our work, our babies, our lovers. It's not other than any of that. It's in that, it's steeped in that. And so any kind of divine feminine awakening, it, 
it flows right in because it's an embodied, it's an embodied awakening. It's an embodied uh, wisdom. It's an, it's embodied. We live it. The feminine lives it. She lives love. She lives as love. She lives as life. She lives as aliveness. She's like soulful. I think that's a really good word to talk about divine feminine as is soulful. So if you're feeling like you're not walking with like soulful swagger, right? You don't feel soulful. Your life doesn't feel soulful. That can be another sign. Bliss, pleasure, pleasure especially. If we're lacking pleasure in our life, we're lacking that like pleasure, joy. Those are really beautiful feminine words. Pleasure and joy. If we're lacking pleasure and joy, those are a good sign that it's time to come to the feminine. Um, let me also feel for other signs that I maybe don't have at the top of my mind. Here's one. This is an interesting one. Um, if we feel like our spirituality, whatever that might be, right? Our spirituality is disembodied. If we feel like our spirituality is other than in us, is other than in our lives. If we feel like our spirituality is separate to our daily life, that can be a sign, right? If we're living two lives, we're living two lives. One is this state of like high level, you know, spiritual knowing. And then I go to work and I'm, I've fallen from the graces, right? I've, now I'm talking on a completely different level. I'm gossiping around the water cooler about Susie's clothes or something, right? But, you know, over the weekend you were at the retreat and you were living like high level, open hearted love, truth, right? In this like high spiritual state of being, that can be a sign, right? That can be because the feminine helps to bridge it. She bridges it. She brings it into the heart. She brings it into the belly. She brings it into our sexual organs. She brings it into our relationships. She brings it into our work. She brings it everywhere into our lives. So that's another sign um, around the feminine. Lacking softness, right? Could you just see it if you're watching the video? Um, lacking softness. So if I feel into this aspect of the feminine, there's just this like real softening. My whole body, it just softens, right? And there's a flow and there's just this like gentle <laughs> movement. It's almost like an undulating movement at this moment. Because whenever I go into softness, I start to go into, okay, let me connect into just life. So if we feel like we're lacking like vitality or aliveness, or we just don't have any energy, right? These are really good telltale signs that we're lacking the divine feminine. We're lacking, that's, that's time. It's, it's time, it's time to bring our focus to the divine feminine because there are so many gifts, right? Gifts of aliveness, gifts of vitality, gifts of, I swear to God, the, the divine feminine is the fountain of youth. Like I, I swear, I swear, like it is the greatest moisturizing cream, age defying elixir that's out there, right? Because um, she just brings you so much life force, so much vitality. Um, also, sometimes it's 
we're unable to bring projects to completion because we don't have enough juice behind it. This can be another kind of sign that like, ooh, if I were to tap into divine feminine more, right? It's an inexhaustible energy. It's an inexhaustible energy, but here's the deal. The divine feminine, right? When we're working, I mean, this is like high level wisdom. It's life force itself. Like it's soul juju, right? And so it doesn't get behind something that's not true. You know, so there are like these cool checks and balances when you work in sacred energies, like cool checks and balances of like, I'm always here. I'm an inexhaustible force. However, if you are not aligned, right? If you are not aligned with what it is that is soulful for you, you know, what it is that is truly you, this inexhaustible life force energy, it's not going to get behind you, right? The divine feminine is not about, there's no push. <laughs> you can't push her. <laughs> you can't push her. You can invite, you can open up to, you can soften into, you can let go into, right? She's very much about this word surrender. Some of us hate that word. I know I struggled with that at the start and I promise I will get to you know, what helps. But I think even just this, this is a great invocation. All of this that we're doing right now, this might be something that you want to save so that you can replay this, right? Just replay this and dance around. Just re replay this, this first little section. Dance around because there's a lot of Shakti being, just talking about her like starts to invoke that energy. But if you let, here's, here's how to invoke the divine feminine. Let's go into how to, how to. It's through the body right? It's through the body. It's not outside of the body. It's in the body. It's in breath, right? Breath of life, breath practices, right? Breath. It's like the breath of life. Um, Sophia, the wisdom in the wind, the wisdom in the air, right? That's, that's the feminine. It's this aliveness. It's everywhere. And what we're doing is we're just bringing our awareness there. She's always there. She's always there in all of these different forms, all of these different forms. Mother nature is a great way to connect into the divine feminine. The elements, right? Wind, earth, right? You can get really earthy and connect into that aspect of the feminine. Water, you become. So divine feminine practice is about becoming. It's not outside of, you're not, you're not reflecting on something. You're not witnessing something. If you're bearing witness to something, you're in the masculine. Right? The masculine bears witness to, is conscious to. That's why masculine is considered consciousness. You're being conscious to, you're witnessing of. The feminine, awakening the divine feminine in self, is you become it. That's probably something I wish someone would have told me right at the start. It's like, hey, Sabrina, stop looking at it. <laughs> like, like, let it move through you. So that's number one. We'll go with that as number one. Um, that I wish someone would have told me at the start is that I would have, I would have really kept that in my mind is like, Serena, it's becoming it. You, you become the wisdom in the wind. You become Sophia, right? Sophia is an archetypal goddess energy. That's so stunning, right? It's high level feminine wisdom, right? But you become it. You become it. You just know it. You are just connected to absolutely everything. You can tap into any sort of intuition, any sort of wisdom, any sort of anything, right? It's the interconnectedness of the all of everything. And it's a way of, <laughs> it's a wisdom, right? It's a wisdom. It's a gnosis, 
Um, but it's not just through the mind. So that's something else I wish someone would have told me is, Sabrina, shut your gosh darn mind off, right? I was a scientist. I mean, I was, I was a business suit wearing corporate woman scientist, right? It was black and white. I was a, I was captain of a rugby team, right? Like I, I was so masculine. Um, so I really feel if I, if I <laughs> can embody and awaken to the divine feminine to this degree, anyone can. And I also think that my unique experience with it, um, I had to have it so dramatic for myself. I had to come from really ground zero really ground zero of a family that had a lot of judgment around the feminine. Like there was no divine feminine in the culture and the family system, and the community I grew up in. Oh no, no, no. Right. It was, it was masculine only feminine was judged, ostracized, right? Like demonized. I grew up in that. Um, but I really, I, I, you know, I don't know, I'm at this part of my life where it's all perfect and it really, really is all perfect. Like I get to be here with you. I get to be in rewilding for women. I get to do all of the things that I get to do because that aspect of my journey, because it was going from ground zero, ground zero. I mean, probably ground negative a thousand because I had such harsh judgment around the feminine. Um, so that's another thing to maybe feel into. That's something that I really wish at the very start, right? At the very start, someone would have said, Sabrina, it's the becoming. It's the becoming of a lot of different flavors of life force. It's the becoming. It's the becoming and it's training your system. Right? It's a training. Training your system to be able to be receptive and open to any flavor of life, any flavor of life, any flavor of life, the wind, the earth, that tree right there, that plant right there. Um, I'm just tuning into like Wi-Fi, electricity sort of vibes, right? You can become anything. You can become anything. And then I'll share this little part. Um, someone would have told me that then there are different levels of it, right? So tune into the wind. Okay, cool. I'm wind, I'm wind, I'm wind, I'm wind, I'm wind. But then I can go to a higher vibration of wind where it's a more refined love wind. And then I can go even higher, right? And it's an even more refined, more grace-filled, higher level love wind. And I can go even higher. It's an even higher octave of love wind and holds even more sacredness to it. In all the different flavors, you know, the unlimited flavors, you know, wind, earth, water, fire, volcano energy, lightning energy, giggly, bubbly champagne energy. You know, it doesn't matter. It's all, it's anything. But then it's, <laughs> you can do it. I can do energy of wind from a fear-based, heart-closed-down, central channel grace closed down kind of a way. I can do wind in a defensive, reactive kind of a way. And that doesn't feel very good. It's feminine. It's, fem it's not divine feminine. It's feminine. And we all know that energy, right? We all know, like, you're triggered and you're just like, bleh, right? You're just spewing, spewy spew. But it's not... It's not wind from a high level love, divine grace. And that's the divine feminine is you become that. 
you become that. You can become every single flavor. And so this is why archetypal energy, right? Goddess energy, archetypes, working with different goddess energies because goddess energies, as opposed to wind, like, did you see wind? I already called in Sophia. So that's how I, that's, this is something I would have loved to have known. Short, here's, here's like, I hate saying shortcut because that's just not true. We're all on our own timeline. However, we can make choices, right? Where our path, um, we move further down our highest potential path than other choices, right? Uh, and so something that would have moved me further down my path would have been uh, to really, really, honor, respect, look at the embodiment of different high-level, sacred, divine, feminine archetypal energies, like Sophia, right? So instead of just going, okay, embody the wind, embody giggly champagne, embody, um, I don't know, like, uh, what's one that I love? Um, I'm trying to think of like some of the women's circles that I've been in where they're working with feminine energy, but it's not sacred feminine energy. And it's been so long that like, I can't even uh, think of them, but it's like cowgirl, right? Embody cowgirl, just become like cowgirl. Um, and then embody, um, like hippie chick, right? Sunshine, hippie chick, embody sunshine, hippie chick. Okay. Yeah, this is great. This expands our flavor of the feminine. But instead of that sunshine hippie chick, right? Embody Lolita. Fuck. That is an entirely different voltage. Embody Lolita. Right? Embody Lolita. That's high level mystic wisdom right there. So we talk about divine feminine. I don't want to waste my time. Yeah, like it's fun to play Sunshine Hippie Chick. I love Sunshine Hippie Chick, right? I'm half the time I'm looking like Sunshine Hippie Chick. But I can bring Lolita through Sunshine Hippie Chick. Right? I can bring Lolita through Sunshine Hippie Chick. Something I wish I would have known right from the start was go for the high voltage sacred ones. Go for the archetypal goddess energies that hold the highest, most sacred voltage. The ones that haven't been watered down. The ones that haven't been dumbed down. The ones that are dripping with Shakti. Dripping with Shakti. So who do I feel is like Lolita, obviously, because I'm talking about her. Sophia, right? Dripping with Shakti. Now, they don't have to be sweet. Those are like on the lighter side. They're like sweeter, they can be on the dark side and be dripping with the sacred. Kali, dripping with the sacred. Dripping with the sacred. Right? That's something that I wish I would have known. Right? I wish I would have known at the start um, is go for the high voltage ones. Not to deny all the other. I just wish someone would have told me that the real wisdom, Sabrina, if you really want divine feminine, Go big, go, go big, go for, go for those. Um, oh gosh, this is such a fun conversation. I love that we get to be here together like this. Um, I can feel the question sitting here in our conversation in some of your minds um, is, okay, what are the high voltage ones? <laughs> like what, 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 who, who are these? Um, 
And I, I would go into that, but I need, I would need like our list of archetypes in front of us. So in rewilding, we have, I think we've gotten to 40, 40 um, archetypal energies that we work with, both masculine and feminine. Um, I would need that list. So if you're interested in that, uh, let me know in the comments below, like, yes, get the list and do a podcast on the list of archetypes and, and give us those um, high voltage ones. Um, I would love to do it for you now, but I just, I'm like, my brain this is why I'm kind of pausing. Like, can I? No, um, I can't. Uh, that's just too much recall for my brain while in this energy and this topic. And I want to honor this topic. Um, okay. Let me feel into um, what... I would have loved to have known at the start of this path. I would have loved to have known that a daily embodiment practice would change my fucking life. That if I were to just every day move, breathe, sound, and let Shakti move through me every single day, that that would be the greatest thing I could do for my health. I really wish at the very start that I would have known that. I learned that organically. And you know how I learned it? I learned it because I used to lift weights every day. Yeah, I know. Like I told you, I played rugby, right? I was super dude like, and I would lift weights. So I'd be lifting weights and then suddenly I'd be like, oh wait. And I'd start like moving these dumbbells around like an idiot. Like I'm snaking, I'm serpent liking it in the gym. You know, so I've got like the dumbbells. I'm like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing that my body wants to be doing. Oh my God, I just need to move this energy. Oh yeah, I need to do that. And this is what it wants to do. <laughs> I stopped going to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> home workouts uh, at that point in my life because it was drawing a little too much attention at the gym. But that's something I really wish I would have known. So if there's anything that I can share with you, if you are at all um, drawn to divine feminine energy or that has woken up in you in any way, shape, or form through a kundalini awakening, um, some kind of a rising up of energy, that's typically how the feminine will show up. Not always, right? She can come down sideways, up, down, waken in the heart. doesn't matter. It's, you know, don't listen to all those like super rigid ways. That's something else that I wish I would have known. Don't listen to the soup. Don't, don't listen to everything you hear because... She can show up in any form, any way. Our path is totally unique to us. Um, so that's something else that I wish I would have known um, from the very, very start. Also, it's, it's so embodied that there's nowhere that she can't go. There's nowhere that she can't go. There's nowhere she can't go. There's nowhere she doesn't go. She is life force. So when it comes to waking up to the divine feminine, she can go in your neck. She can go in your heart. She can go into physicality. She can go into your womb. She can go into your yoni, into your right breast, your right armpit, your hair, right? She can go into your relationship. She can go into your work in the world. And so we sometimes like to keep things separate and we're like, well, my, physical, my physical health doesn't have anything to do with my spiritual awakening. It has everything to do with your spiritual awakening when it comes to the divine feminine. Well, my relationship doesn't have anything to do with my spiritual awakening. It has everything to do with your spiritual awakening when it comes to the divine feminine. She is life. She is every expression of life. She is the whole of your life around you. She is the home you live in, the land you stand on, the babies you are raising or not raising, the animals you have in your life, the career you're choosing, how you spend your time, your Instagram feed that shows up in your thing. She is all of life. 
She's life doing life and she's always doing life. She doesn't stop doing life. She doesn't stop doing life, right? It's that it starts, life starts to reorganize around us when we start to awaken to more of that juice. We start to awaken to more aliveness. You start to run more Shakti through your body, more aliveness, more life force, more juice. That's what happens, right? It's an awake, you're awakening. You're just, you're running more divine feminine juice, more divine feminine wisdom. Life starts to reorganize around that. It has to, it has to. Everything is interconnected to everything else. You start to awaken to more juice. Everything around you reorganizes. Everything around you is influenced by it. It's touched by it because it moves through you. You are radiating. That's what divine feminine energy is. It's that energy moving through you. It moves through you. It's how it touches you. It's how you connect to it, how you receive it, how you move through it. That's, that's the divine feminine. I wish someone would have told me that, right? I tried to like keep stuff separate. I was like, not my relationship, Kali. Like, don't purify my codependent tendencies, Kali. Like, how about you just stay over here? Sure, okay, Kali, you can work in my lungs because I think purifying my lungs would be great. I used to have asthma as a child. This is a totally true story, by the way. I used to have asthma as a child. Kali would be great if you could just release all the grief, any of the karma in my lungs, right? So I can just heal my lungs. I'm trying to tell the goddess what to do. Okay, my little ego self is trying to tell the goddess what to do. And it's the ego slayer goddess. Kali's the ego slayer goddess. Yeah, okay, sure, Sabrina. Blah, ha, 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 ha. And I'm saying like, but don't touch my relationship. Like, please don't touch my relationship. Please don't touch my relationship. She's like, your lungs are fine, right? It is these codependent tendencies where you think you are in a twin flame relationship that's what we got stored out, my sweet, right? And that's the divine feminine. She goes exactly, this is Shakti, exactly where it most serves. So Shakti, the divine feminine, always working in your highest good, right? It's a soulful expression, always working in your highest good. <laughs> so something I would have loved to have known, get out of the way. <laughs> I would have loved to have known that is stop trying to control Sabrina, right? I wish I would have known that I wish I would have learned. It's interesting to say it like that. Um, I was going to say, I wish I would have learned to trust. But I don't know that anyone could have taught me that. You know, it was like all the rub with the divine feminine that taught me to trust her. It was like the constant repeating over and over, right? Like I feel the the rub or the challenge that's coming in my life as I'm upgrading or I'm up-leveling or I'm evolving beyond codependent tendencies of some silly belief system that I'm in a twin flame fucking relationship and it's actually just totally toxic as fuck. Right? How many of us can relate to that? Yeah. <laughs> and totally cool, right? Totally cool. Also, what is so beautiful about the divine feminine is it's this unconditional love, right? It's unconditional love. It's like Mother Mary love, right? It's just love. It is the ability to love the unlovable, love the unlovable in ourselves, love the unlovable in ourselves. And that's something that I wish I would have been taught at the very beginning is that aspect of the feminine, is to open to that aspect of the feminine where it's just like the capacity to love the unlovable and this too I can love in myself as embarrassing as this is, as much as I do not want to admit this, this too I can love. 
this I can love. And that love is alchemizing, right? That love alchemizes it. It's what changes the pattern. It's what changes that codependent, toxic relationship pattern. It's lo- love. It's, it's love. That's one of the greatest gifts of the divine feminine is that loving, loving anything from its current form into into a higher form of love. I love your fear, I turn your fear into love. I love your shame, I turn it into love. I love your grief, I turn it into love. I love all of this and I just turn it into love. Yeah, that would have been a good one at the start. (laughs) Um, I wanna circle back and just say daily practice one more time. That was incredibly life-changing for me. Incredibly life-changing for me, like very physically healing for me, really help to support. There's oftentimes a purification process that comes when we work with the divine feminine, you know, as you doesn't for me, right? This is a path I've been on for a long time. It's a path I'm going to be on. I'm assuming until the day I die, who knows, right? I just know I'm still drawn to it deeply and incredibly devoted to it. And it's still a very purifying path. It's constant. It's a constant upgrading. It's a constant purification. It's a constant up-leveling. Because to me, there's always more. There's always more. There's always more. There's always more awakening. Human consciousness is forever evolving. The feminine capacity, the feminine capacity to embody the divine is always evolving. My human capacity to embody the divine. That's the feminine path. You are the embodiment of the divine. That's it. My capacity to be the embodiment of the divine or to embody more wisdom, to embody more grace, to embody more of divinity, to bring more heaven onto earth. My capacity to do that is ever evolving. It's ever evolving. It's ever changing. It's ever growing. Therefore, I'm always in transition. I'm always in transformation. I'm always in purification. I'm always, always. (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's one thing I wish I would have known. <laughs> like, um, so essentially what you're saying <laughs> is that it doesn't stop <laughs> for me. For me, I'm not saying that that's going to be for you, right? I know my path is incredibly devoted to the continual evolution, right? The continual, and my path is also about um, holding that space for not just myself, but for many others, right? Um, (laughs) And it doesn't stop. There's always more, you know? There's always more. There's always more. There's always more Shakti to embody. There's always more life force to open up to. There's always more divinity to bring in and through. Um, Let me feel if there's anything else. Community. That's something I wish I would have known right at the start of my journey is soul sisters, soul brothers, soul people, soul friends, soul family. It is so supportive to the feminine, just so supportive to the feminine awakening path, so supportive to the awakening of the divine feminine and self is, uh, is others. It's uh, right. And I was a lone wolf, right? I was low. I was, I was such a lone wolf, right? I lived alone for many, 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 many years. I still live alone. Right. But I have very, very close soul friends in my life um, who also hold 
and also have a devotion to the divine feminine to some degree or another. Yeah, that was really important, really important. And I think it's really important in many of the communities and cultures and family systems that we live in, because I know my family system doesn't honor it or hold it. My culture, the place that I grew up in, doesn't honor it or hold it. And so it's creating or finding those family systems, soul family systems, those friendships, those relationships, those communities. Like rewilding is one of those communities. So if you're just like, I don't have one, <laughs> come join us in the Facebook group, right? That's a community. Um, it's at least a place to start. It's at least a place to tap in, hang out with us in the different places, right? Um, it's at least a place to start. You're not alone. You're not alone. And so helping that, you know, the Shakti in me sees, honors, witnesses the Shakti in you. My Shakti talks to your Shakti. The divine feminine in me talks to the divine feminine in you. That's really, really helpful. Feminine is transmission. It's activation. It's energetic. It's an energetic flow. So being steeped in the practices with the people in the retreats or the spaces or the workshops or the soul groups or the whatever, right? Where those activations, those transmissions are happening, that energy is welcome. The feminine needs to feel safe. She needs to feel safe, otherwise she goes in hiding. In my first 20 years, my feminine was in hiding because she wasn't safe. She legit wasn't safe. She wasn't safe in my family system. And I know some of you can relate. I know it. So finding those places, creating them in your life for yourself, but also finding them where others can hold that safe space. They can hold that deep devotion. Finding those who can hold a deep devotion, who do hold a deep devotion to the feminine, to the divine feminine in you is so powerful. So powerful. Whether it's a feminine energy holding a deep devotion to the feminine in you, it's a masculine energy holding a deep devotion to the feminine in you, that is incredibly powerful. Incredibly powerful. And sometimes it's teachers, sometimes it's workshops, groups, retreats, I've programs, sometimes it's friends, sometimes it's lovers, sometimes right? But, but honoring that, like really honoring that, being really real about that, that the feminine needs to feel safe. She needs to feel safe. She needs to feel safe. Um, all right. That's it for me. Uh, this was beautiful and fun. I love being here with you all. I'm always in the comments the first couple of days after a podcast goes out, after a YouTube video goes out. So if you want to drop a comment below, that's me hanging out with you all. Comments are always watched by the whole of the rewilding team. It'd be lovely to hear from you. I'd love to offer you something um, just around more practices. So more practices around the divine feminine. We have a free workbook. It's 35 meditations uh, for women, right? It's a free workbook. It's feminine practices. I think there's a couple masculine practices in there, um, but it gives you a lot of ideas on like, <laughs> um, it's based on the four elements, actually. I just remember that. I'm trying to think like, how can I talk about this? It's based on the four elements and then just different practices in air, earth, wind, and fire. Like I think I do a Sophia practice in that workbook. And it also comes with a guided Kali meditation. So if you heard me talk about Kali before and you're like, who is this ego slayer Kali? Uh, there's a really powerful guided meditation. It's community favorite, right? It was a favorite, favorite, favorite. Um, and so we just thought we'd put it in as a bonus um, into that workbook. So we'll put a link down below for that free PDF download 
with that audio link to go do the Golden Collie meditation. All right. I would love to see you in the comments if you feel to, love to see you in our community, in the Facebook group if you feel to, love to share that workbook with you if you feel to, and I'm just grateful, right? I wouldn't be here without you all. Uh, so super grateful to be here with you. Just a ton of love, and I'll see you where I see you when I see you and how I see you. <laughs>